0: To the Podcock Podcast, I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Better late than never. Uh, Luke, always right, joins the program present, and the Patty Podcast, uh, Patrick Norway is here as well. How boy you doing, boys? Listen, it's it's Thursday. Uh, not gonna lie, late in the week. Um, all right, the I the big takeaway for me, I'll start. Uh, Michigan football stinks, I hate my life, and uh, yeah, I'm more off the edge than I would have been if we would have recorded earlier in the week, but uh, likewise,
1: that's my takeaway. Likewise, and I'm the same way, obviously, you know, I live and die on Michigan football, and that's my life, and uh,
2: same, same, embarrassing. I'm feeling pretty fucking good, boys. Buckeyes roll big, Joe the fucking show continuing to up his uh, NFL draft stock,
1: That's and yeah.
2: Michigan still sucks, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I say we hop right into it now that we're on the topic. topic and just get to the game. It was a big game this week. It was, you know, national news. Everybody's talking about it around here and
2: in the nation, so. Hey, you don't want to talk about the Michigan-Wisconsin game?
1: That's what I just said.
2: Let's continue. Um, I mean, that shot that McCaffrey took, Jesus Christ.
1: That was a good hit. I don't think it was as dirty as what people say. It was just, I mean, it was, I think we should have felt some type of way about it, but just the way the game was going, it just seemed like, well, that's what Wisconsin is doing to us right now is that play right there. That kind of explained the entire game. Um, but it's, uh, the season's going to go one or two ways. We're going to get some practice in here versus Rutgers and gain some momentum to go into Notre Dame, or we're going to end up a five-loss, four or five-loss football team. So um, we need to – you know, gladly we'll play Rutgers this week. It's a practice week, and we need to get as many reps in this offense as we can. This defense needs to – something. It's uh, – I, I don't know. It's, it's a wait-and-see ball game. but It's going to go one or two ways. It's going to surprise some people and be a very good season, or it's going to be an absolute mess.
0: I I just miss – I miss the old Harbaugh, man. And not the – I mean, not the throwing his fucking headset around and screaming and stuff like that. I'm talking about, like, the organized. Like, when a couple years ago Michigan was fundamental, didn't beat themselves. You had to beat them if you're going to beat Michigan. Uh, Defensively, they were responsible. Uh, Gap sound. Now we just got people, like, leaving their – their responsibility and let Jonathan Taylor run 72 yards for a touchdown. I mean, it's, it's, it's just an undisciplined, unfundamental football team right now. Uh, I hate watching it. I hate watching that kind of team. I do too. I'm going to say this. I
1: don't think Wisconsin is that great. I think they'll finish with a couple losses.
0: Well, I, I mean, there's no shame in losing out Wisconsin to me, but in the manner that it happened, uh, yeah, that was, that was embarrassing. Like Charles Woodson said, it was an embarrassment. And uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like that speaks volumes. Um, one, you know, arguably your greatest uh, player to ever come out of the program is on TV now and, and has a national uh, spotlight and says something and is that critical of the program that should speak volumes. So, um, yeah, something's got to give, like you said, Luke. Um, either the rally or the bottom, and the wheels will fall off. And, uh, you know, another uh, another year of misery. It's been like 20 years, so fuck it. You know, we'll see what
1: happens.
2: Well, I thought it was funny as hell, that one uh, video clip of the Michigan fan during Jump Around. <laughs> that was hilarious. I didn't see it. Oh, they played Jump Around, and, like, there was one Michigan fan in a sea of red. <laughs> and he's just like doing the thumbs down and just hated life.
0: Yeah, I would have, I would have like certified that guy or something. I don't know. I mean,
2: he you,
0: you got
1: <laughs> hand blasted already. So, God, I don't know. Well, we can move on to uh, Ohio State. They looked very, very good again.
2: Yeah. 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 offense man just that firepower i think right now everything's clicking for them i I love the way that fields is coaching offense and defense is looking ahead of schedule but we haven't been tested yet i we're doing all the things we're supposed to do but i'm ready for someone to come smack us in the mouth and see what happens
1: I think you get a good test this weekend, but I won't be surprised if you win by 20-some, 30-some points. I mean, I can see it being a close game, too. I think Nebraska's going to come out strong, but I don't think they're going to be able to last. Yeah, I, I
0: I think the Ohio State maybe gets tested. I think in three weeks they got Michigan State. Um, I don't know. The last – listen, the last time I remember Nebraska playing Ohio State tough was Joe Bowserman out in uh, Lincoln. So – I mean, that's been years ago. He stunk. Justin Fields doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right, Patrick. Like, you know, there's not been a test yet, but you guys uh, took care of business. Uh, and the defense, I've been impressed with the defense. I know you played tomato can so far, but uh, how last year you guys gave a big plays to uh, your early soft part of the schedule or your or your non-conference part of the schedule. And uh, this year, yeah, the teacher moving the ball on you and not scoring. So, yeah, uh, high marks for the Buckeyes, you know,
2: this part of the year? Uh, can't say anything bad about them. Oh, yeah. And Chase Young, Jesus. The dude's Seven an animal. Already. I, I, I'm just, right now, I'm just like a kid before Christmas Eve with the Buckeyes. It's, they got me excited. I'm just hoping we keep it going,
1: right? Chase Young plays the part too. He has like he just he looks like a top draft pick, you know, a top ten draft pick. He plays like it, and he's yeah, he, he, he's everywhere all the time. He's doing yeah. I mean, he's getting the sacks. He's he's running the ball. He, he's he's a great football
2: player. He's as he's, advertised.
1: He, he is, and I mean, he's. You know, I mean, he seems like he's every good as every bit as good as the Bosa's. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna say there's good. He's as good because the t- competition hasn't been there yet. But he's he's playing at that level where he's he's recognized and and he's going to be recognized for the rest of the season. He's going to be something that you are have to put
2: up with in the offensive line. Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, uh, two more
0: college football games I want to talk about, and then I guess we could re- recap some NFL and then get into uh, what's coming up this week. Uh, first off, Texas, Oklahoma State. I mean, it was, I don't know, didn't see a ton of it because uh, more focused on the George and Eric Dane game, but it seemed like to me it was like a tennis match. And uh, Oklahoma State or Texas broke their serve, made Oklahoma State kick a field goal or two, and that was the game. I mean, <laughs> that's all it was. It was a classic shootout, and uh, Texas broke Oklahoma
1: State's serve, and that was the, uh, the difference. I'm starting to get a little worried about Texas's defense. Uh, it seemed like it seemed like when um, what's his name came in. What's coach What's the coach's name? My Herman. Herman. When he came in, they held their defense was tough on USC, tough on Oklahoma, um, and then this year they're just I don't know if it's they they lost their mojo from El, from Joe Burrow lighting them up or what, but they're just they're giving up too much on offense, has me a little worry. But I still I'm well, still stick with Texas in the Big Twelve. Well, they're banged up. I know Caden Stearns,
0: the safety. Um, he got hurt in that game, and then they're starting a starting corner. I forget the kid's name. Uh, I don't think he'll be back until maybe the Oklahoma game, but maybe a little later in the <laughs> season. Um, and then they might have another injury in the secondary. And, the, you know, definitely two starters. Maybe their nickel or something like that's out, too. Damn. Um, so, We're yeah. Was not aware. But, but, I mean, LSU has, you know, the best offense in the country this season so far. And uh, Oklahoma State always balls offensively, so I mean, those are those are two um, this year anyway, two tough offenses. And if you're a little nicked up in the back end, uh, yeah, you're going to be a little leaky. cat. any
1: takeaways from Texas Oklahoma State? Uh, I'll just—I think it was—it went about how it went as planned. Um, a shootout. Texas came out on top because they're just a little bit ahead of a little bit ahead of schedule and a little bit better program than Oklahoma State. It was. It went about exactly how I thought it would.
2: No, I, 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 I think Texas is going to be fine. Like you said, they have a couple injuries, and uh, I, I think Olander is the real deal. Um, they just they, they gave LSU everything they wanted, and uh, like that helmet game, just. I think it really showed what Texas was capable of doing. And uh, I, I think they won't have a game that will be competitive again until Texas maybe – or till Oklahoma, sorry.
0: I, yeah, I don't – yeah. I, I feel like they definitely could have like a one-game season the rest of the way, but I, I don't know. I like Iowa State a little bit, but anyway, that's besides the point. All right, uh, Notre Dame. Georgia, um, and I, I kind of flip-flopped here and there. I, I didn't lock up it on the podcast. Kind of flip-flopped about the spread how I thought the game would go. Um, okay, I'll ask this. Are you guys impressed with Notre Dame or worried about Georgia? Because I think, you know, most people, I'm, of course, I'm Vegas started it a little bit Notre of both. Dame.
1: I'm impressed with Notre Dame. George so is good, but it's yeah. uh, I I don't think people were giving Notre Dame a chance. Like I don't think the Clemson game was that embarrassing last year. I think Notre Dame stuck with them for a half and it was, you know, things just went Clemson's way. Um you got to think that Clemson beat Alabama just like they beat Notre Dame too. And I mean that Ian Book kid, I like he's slippery back there. Like he's hard to he's he's hard to bring down. He can find the receiver. Um, Georgia ain't as great as what well. everybody says. I've been saying that it's uh, they're capable of losing to, you know, I mean, they're acting like Georgia's and Alabama, and I don't think they're I, I think they're a tiered, a whole tier down from that. So I'm oh I'm, yeah I'm I think either team could have won the game, and I'm I'm just as impressed with both teams, and I wouldn't want to play either team going forward, even though we have to play Notre Dame. So I'd love to play them. I'd love to play anybody, but I'm just saying you I, a shouldn't. Player, Right, that's, well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's early, and you should be you trying know, to line up be, the fucking know, this, college Hawks right now. Yeah, it's, it's early, was. and I we have too much talent. And I, have faith, I have faith in our coaches. I think we're I think we're going to be fine. It's a perfect week to play Rutgers. I I don't know, Pat. Who
0: were you uh, more impressed with their name or worried about Georgia?
2: Uh, I'm more, a little bit of both, but more impressed with Notre Dame. Um, they really, I thought they would, sh- they'd shy down once Georgia, cause Georgia got up a little bit on them. And uh, I thought Notre Dame would just shy down at that point, but they, they stuck around, kept their head in the game and uh, really kept it close to the very end.
0: I'm, I'm more. Well, I'm more like-minded with you on this one. Um, Notre Dame has some dudes defensively. like They kind of looked apart athletically. Uh, that was kind of surprising because I thought Georgia would pace them. But also, when Georgia decided, hey, uh, um, <laughs> we want to run the ball down th- their throats, they did. And then they started taking some deep shots with Fromm uh, to Cager on some back shoulder stuff. They just moved the ball well Will in the second half. And, you know, Notre Dame uh, got off to that good start in the first half. That's really what kept them in the game. Also, Kirby, fourth and one. Uh, I know Patrick was flipping out because he had Georgia uh, in a wager. Kirby, fourth and one in the fourth quarter. A chance to, to take a 10-point lead to 17. Decides to bring out uh, Blankenship, the, the four-eyed kicker. And uh, – up thirteen instead, and you're, you're fucking Georgia. The average uh, three hundred and thirty pounds across the board on the offensive line.
1: Go for it there. Yeah, that's, I I that's, agree, but dude, that kicker's been one of the best kickers I've seen in a long while. He well, is.
0: I get that, but you're fuck. I mean, like if if Georgia had uh, a more aggressive approach offensively, I would like them a little more than like I'm kind of down on them now after this game, and it's one game. I get that, but like. I oh, don't know. That's just that's just where I'm at.
2: Yeah, I, I like I said. I, after watching Georgia, um, Notre Dame played really well, but I, I'd be, I, I'm they're right. Be, they dropped like they're teetering between the second and third tier now for me. Georgia's, yeah. I, I mean I think Notre Dame. I think now for me,
0: I still have my six. But like that seven eight nine right now, as it stands, I think it's Notre Dame. I think it's Texas. I think it's Wisconsin right now. Yeah, I, I yeah.
2: Um, I, I think that Texas would and uh, Wisconsin would both beat Notre Dame. But I,
0: I think those would be good games there. I, I think I, Notre
2: Dame I, would beat Wisconsin I, and Texas.
1: Notre Dame would be a toss up.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I think uh Notre, or Notre Dame would be a good game with Wisconsin, but I feel like they'd run oh, it they out and, and win by, like, four or something. But I think Texas could probably win by 10 to 14. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know. That'd be interesting to see. Um, right. And then I don't really, I can't think off the top of my head if there's any other teams I could add to that second tier. Um, Maybe, I mean, Auburn's, Auburn's undefeated. Uh, but I haven't been impressed with the, I mean, I guess going in the A&M last weekend, but uh, that was their defense won in that game, which that's, I guess, impressive. But, man, that's just... Their schedule's so tough where, you know, they're going to have to play LSU and Alabama. Right, you
1: just kind of forget about them and put them out already. Yeah,
0: within the division, and then they always have a crossover game with Georgia. In the SEC or rivalry game, so you know they got three of the top four teams right now in the country left on their schedule. I'm just projecting forward, so I guess you put them like tenth, or I would.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, they, they just their schedule just like they had to play Oregon already. I mean, <laughs> goddamn. <Frutal>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
2: all right, uh, NFL real
0: quick. Um, so, Chiefs-Ravens, that was fun.
1: Uh, Lions-Luke, kind of your team now. They're <laughs> undefeated. Right, right. It's funny. It's fun It's fun to be a part of, like, Lions Twitter a little bit from all the Michigan fans. And it's just – this is off subject a little bit, but it's funny how week one they want the guy – it's the same, the same way they are with Michigan football. They want the guy fired. They hate Patricia, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, no, no, we're on the Lions bandwagon now. We're good. We're we're two 2-0-1. Oh, it's just how – it's this fair weather – Fairweather fans on the on my Twitter timeline with
2: a lot. Hey hey, Luke, are you going back to the Ravens Chiefs? Are you still sold on uh, Lamar Jackson being a bust?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's played three of the worst fucking defenses in the league, two of them for sure. Um, I mean, he kind of looked vulnerable there in the Chiefs game, and I think the Browns were the Browns will get the best of him here. It's gonna be this gonna be the first team he's played that's seen that's seen him twice. So, oh. That's true. It's 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 it's, it's, it's he, he's like a great backup quarterback like Doug Williams that comes in and you're not prepared for him because you've never seen it. He's one of those players you just kind of gotta play against and like, okay, we gotta do this. Granted, I guess the Browns do do they have a new coaching, do they have a new defensive coordinator or new coaching staff? Do they have the same one? Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. Either way, I still think the Browns will will show that he's vulnerable because I think the Browns are pretty stingy on defense. But once he plays people twice, it's gonna be it's gonna be just like it was in the playoffs versus the Chargers, maybe a little less, but he was absolutely god awful. And again, he's playing against some of the worst defenses in the league. so
2: I just you, think you to- he- elevated a little bit. He's starting to move up in the pocket and look downfield. I think he's becoming uh-huh. a better
1: passer and becoming- I agree. I agree with that, and he has surprised me a little, but at the same time, I think we've seen the very best of him.
0: well, i <clears throat> I don't know
1: about that. I just think he's one of
0: these guys that are like attached to the hip like. Uh- when Trubisky plays well, when golf plays well, it's 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 the coaching. Like <laughs> golf or the Rams, like they get up to the line so quick and people act like they're like a no huddle team. They're not. It's McVeigh is constantly in golf's headset and then the, it cuts off at fifteen seconds. So McVeigh's over there, they're making all their side adjustments and shit like that. You see it when Trubisky's playing well, Nagy's doing out to him. And I think, you know, John Harbaugh and the Ravens staff have done a good job
1: of uh, developing absolutely Jackson,
0: Jackson around the offense that suits them. Absolutely. And you also like,
1: got to consider they have a great team in Baltimore, dude. I think if they had Flocko, they, they'd be hands down picks to win the NFC or the I NFC North. Flocko stinks. But, uh, but you're right. The special teams and defense, the Ravens always
0: going to be good in those two phases.
1: Yeah, so. Mark Ingram in the backfield. That Hollywood right. Browns pretty fucking good. Like they they got they got one of the best you know well, uh, that's supporting I, cast as a quarterback in the league. Well, that's what I mean. They got guys that <laughs> are they they
0: they're kind of building like a sort of a Chiefs receiving core where it's just speed, right? And they're gonna they're gonna run those RPOs and and get guys wide open. I mean, and they have Mark Ingram too. He's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> You had you you were checked out for a second,
2: didn't you? No, my phone's glitching and oh, I can't okay. hear I'll you. Sorry. You, yeah. I just said
1: that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's
2: good. Um,
1: anyway,
0: yeah, those. I mean, and their success there, but, like, I don't know. When you go up against, like, a Belichick defense in a big game like Goff did last year, uh, you can't really trust those guys. But I don't – I don't expect Lamar Jackson to end up being like a Peyton Manning either. He's in his own
1: box. Like, he's not going to drop back and dissect the defense ever in his career. Ever, no. And I think he's going to get – I think there's, they're going to find ways to beat him. Okay, this is what we got to do. And the, the word's going to get out. All right. Last uh, – well,
0: I want to bring this up real quick, and then we'll get to the last NFL topic. Does it feel like the 1990s to you guys in the NFC right now? The, the Packers, the – excuse me, the Cowboys and the 49ers, all three now sitting up top of the conference. Just feels like 1994 right now. Right. ninety five. It's, uh, you know,
1: those, it, those three I, teams. I like to see it. I'm actually, I hate the Cowboys, but I'm kind of glad to see them up right now. And they look good. They look very good.
2: Yeah. Dak's been impressive. I've been a Dak hater forever, but you can't deny his numbers. And he's honestly impressed me a lot this year. Yeah, he's very efficient. And then I would say the Niners are the
1: worst of the three. But the, I mean, they I just beat them. the
2: Steelers with, get, they, they tried to get
1: the Steelers the game, especially in the six, first half. Five or six turnovers. Yeah, and they still won. So, I mean, if they clean that up, the potential is there. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're nice. I
0: mean, Shanahan coaching up the offense, if Jimmy G. Jimmy G.
2: And Kittle's a a
0: running backs uh, defensively. I don't think a lot of people realize, like, that while the defense line, they've been drafting that position the last five years.
2: And Richard Sherman, his presence alone is.
0: Well, that's the thing. They got Sherman, who's a little long in the tooth, I guess, but then Jason Verrett, like, they got good corners, too, like, surprisingly. I didn't even realize that until the season. Like, maybe the Niners can put it all together now. I mean, Seattle's going to be tough, and of course, the Rams, but. Maybe they're a wild card team this year. They're
2: off to a great start. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's possible for sure.
0: Uh, anyway, okay, last NFL thing I think we have to talk about, the big Sunday night game. Uh, the thing that worried me and made me think the Browns could definitely brown the season was believing in Freddie Kitchens. I had no reason to believe he'd be a good coach or a bad coach. I was just throwing the question out, and – in a primetime spot, you're on a draw on fourth and or third and nine or fourth and nine, whatever it was. What the
2: fuck?
1: Are you waiting on my response or Patrick's? I'll let Patrick go.
2: All right. Anybody jump in? Well, another thing from that game, like, is he had a wide open lane to the end zone at the end of the game, but people don't realize how quick those linebackers and safeties can close. Like, yeah, there was a hole, but I don't think it would have lasted. I don't think he could have got in. I, I think the Browns, had it was a good learning game. It was a good test game for them to see where they're at. The Rams are obviously one of the favorites to make the playoffs. I think the Browns could make it a wild card. And if uh, Miles Garrett cleans up his just stupid mistakes, I think they could really be a force to reckon with. I agree with T on that, and I
1: agree with when that when that gap opened up in the middle. There's one picture that catches two tenths of a second of what was going on. That right. defensive tackle could have made one move to the right, and that you know he could have tackled him. Aaron I mean? Donald. If he, sees, if, he, if he sees him take off up the middle, he, he could have easily got him. I, I hate that people do that. It's it, you know, it's all everybody just has their you know professional football opinion on <clears throat> shit like that. It's just uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um Agree with Pete on on, on that uh, that play that everybody's giving Baker hell for, but I think I think the Browns are going to take the AFC North. Now I was going to pick Pittsburgh, that's obviously out the window with Big Ben going down, um, unless unless the Browns continue to struggle. But I think uh Baltimore's going to uh, head into some losses, and I think you're going to have like an eight or nine win team when they when the uh, AFC North. So and I okay. think it's going to be the Browns. Um. What I'm trying to get to is I think it's going to be the Browns with. Maybe 10 wins match, but probably
0: eight on. All right, you guys ready to move on to making some predictions? Yep. Yeah. All right, college football, the big games. Let's start Friday night. Number 12, Penn State at Maryland. Penn State, six and a half point favorite. Uh, what do you guys say?
1: I think Penn State covers.
0: I agree. Matt. All right, uh, we, we agree on that. All right, another ranked team. Team ranked cow. Good defense. They host Arizona State. Cal, four-and-a-half-point favorite late Friday night. Thoughts?
1: I'm going to go Arizona State. I like uh, uh, what Coach Edwards is doing down there. And uh, I think uh, his experience is going to have his defense ready to uh, slow down the Cal offense. And he'll put up enough
2: points to to, uh, get the upset.
0: What's the spread on that? Four-and-a-half. Cal's the favorite.
2: Uh, I don't like that game at all. I think that Arizona State could upset him, but I also think that Air- Cal could win by the touchdown. So I'm staying away from that game. But if a uh, gun to head, I'm going to go with Coach.
0: All right, moving on Saturday, uh, Michigan, 27 and a half point favorite host in <laughs> Rutgers. Uh, I have a lock in this game. I'll take the over 49.
1: I like that because I think Michigan is going to. I think this is the game that Michigan at this point of the year their offense comes out and starts uh, starts kind of hitting their cylinders and we, I think this is. I think you're going to see around 49 points from Michigan regardless, and their defense is probably going to get it up around 20.
0: That's what I mean. I think I think we can give up points and uh, we'll probably score on rucker, So that's that's my my logic.
1: Because I think Michigan's going to be around 49 themselves. I think that's a great pick.
2: Yeah. Pat, I, I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be a rebound game. I think Michigan's going to be a little pissed off after getting their ass kicked by the Honey Badgers. And uh, I, I think this is going to be a game where they need a confidence builder and Harbaugh might take his shirt off or a locker room speech or something. And I think – and I, I agree with the lock on the over. I I think Michigan might cover the over themselves.
0: All right, moving on. Texas Tech at number six, Oklahoma. The Sooners, 27.5-point favorite. I got the Sooners. I wouldn't lock it up.
2: Ooh, that's a lot of points. It Uh, is. What's the over-under on that?
0: Mm, Let's see here. It is probably in the 70. It's only 70? Hold on. 70-and-a-half, yeah. I mean, I think
1: that can go over. I can see Oklahoma giving up some points. You said Texas Tech, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but here's the deal. They are – I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter. They are without their starting quarterback, Allen Bowman, for this game. He will not play. So, uh, you know, that – you know. Oklahoma's been okay defensively this year, I guess, too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I would – I would agree. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. I just, I kind of hate betting over under totals in the seventies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause there's so many points and I hate, I, likewise, I hate, I hate betting big spreads. Cause you just kind of start off like shit. Like I'm already 38 and a half down.
0: Yeah. All right. Moving on to,
1: uh, Oh, here we go. Number
0: 18, Virginia. They go into the 10th-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, Notre Dame 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, man, that's is kind of a stay-away game for me. I think Notre Dame wins, uh, but, but kind of a decent last couple of years. Bronco and, Men- Bronc and Mendenhall,
2: like, I don't know. Yeah, I think Notre Dame wins, but I think it's only by, like, a touchdown. I think Virginia keeps it close. Um, Notre Dame's coming off of a devastating loss so I think they might have a little bit of air taken out of their sails but I still think they get the job done I'm going to go with Notre Dame big
0: alright number 21 USC uh, on their third quarterback maybe Slovis comes back this week but they go into UW take on the Washington Huskies 17th ranked team in the country UW a 10 and a half point favorite uh got in the head, I'd take the points. So I wouldn't lock it up. But, uh, yeah, it could be a good one. Yeah, I, I
2: agree. I agree with USC on the points on that. Yeah, they're on their third-string quarterback. But it seems like they keep on – they're not missing a beat on any quarterback they put in. Um, Again, this them,
1: goes with what I said last week. I'd like to take Washington. I definitely think Washington – I'd definitely take Washington to win. But it's a game I'd stay away from because I've seen USC fold, but I've seen USC use their talent. And, you know, they're just USC's untrustworthy on either way of the, uh, on either way you look at it. So I would take Washington to win money line. And, but I really wouldn't touch the game.
0: All right. Michigan State, uh, they host Indiana. Michigan State, 25th ranked team in the country, uh, two touchdown favorite for Sparty. Um, Yeah, I miss locked it up, but uh, a little too steep for me. Yeah, I think it's
2: right. I think that's about right. I I I don't think Michigan State's that good this year, and but I know Indiana's not. So right, I think that's a good, about right on spread wise. I'd say.
1: D'Antonio, man, he he wins a lot of ugly games. I can see it being that, but at the same time, I think Michigan State's better. Than what I expected them to be this year, considering how bad they were last year, um, I think there's some signs of being a pretty good football team this year. It's just they've also some signs of being a pretty bad football team this year. Um, yeah. I, I definitely think they win. I just don't know. I don't. I, it could be one of those ugly games, but I, I, I think it's safer to take Michigan State in the points is what I would do. Number
0: seven Auburn host Mississippi State. Uh, Auburn ten and a half point favorite um another one where um uh, Auburn ranked seventh in the country um their home Mississippi state they've kind of been um uh, a little erratic this year I would take Auburn wouldn't lock up the points if it was a touchdown I'd lock up Auburn but uh that half that hook
2: scares me yeah if you could tease it a point I, I'd take Auburn nine and a half lock it there you up. go there you go Luke any thoughts?
1: I uh, don't know much about either team. I'd stay away from it. I think Auburn's more trustworthy just because, you know, they're Auburn, they're, Mississ- they're Mississippi State, and I'll take Auburn.
0: All right, number 24, Kansas State on the road at Oklahoma State. Uh, Chris Kleiman, first-year head coach, came from North Dakota State. He's got Kansas State just uh, man-balling everybody, undefeated, got a ranking now. Oklahoma State, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, if – I had uh, a big pair on me. I would lock up K-State, but uh, I don't, so uh, stay away here.
2: I do. I'll lock them up.
0: I'll
1: take oh. K-State.
0: Ooh. All right. I talked you guys into it. Perfect. All right. All right. Patrick, your Buckeyes, number five in the country, 4-0. They go into the uh, land of corn, take on Nebraska. Buckeyes, a 17-point favorite. Lock up the Buckeyes. I'm on the train. Minus seventeen, give it to me. What's your guys' thoughts?
2: You there? I'm there. It's glitching. Oh, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I think the Buckeyes win by twenty eight plus. Right now, we're doing everything right, and uh, I think it just continues. Chase Fields has or Chase Young has a heyday. <laughs> Justin Fields. Keeps on doing what Justin Fields has been doing, and uh, I think the Buckeyes roll. Luke, I think they go to Nebraska. They haven't played anybody good yet.
1: Quarterback's overrated. Ryan Dave's overrated. It's been a joke so far. Nebraska beats them thirty-eight to three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll
0: take it for a grand. Yeah, <laughs> Washington State at number nineteen. Utah, uh, Utah, five and a half point favorite. Uh, no real thoughts on this one,
2: for me. I, I I think I'm looking for Washington State to come back. I think Leach is probably pissed off. Gave one of his weird speeches this week, at, and they turn around and get the dub. Wait, I got a weird one Look.
1: for you. I got, I got one to right. make you guys. I got one to make you guys smile. You know who? Uh, you know why I don't like uh, Leach? Why? Wow. He reminds me of Brian Yates.
2: Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Changing anyway, Moving on.
0: Moving on. <laughs> Northwestern at number eight, Wisconsin. I bring this up because <laughs> I have Wisconsin minus 24 and a half. Lock it up.
1: Agreed. Who's Wisconsin playing?
0: host the Northwestern.
1: 24 points. We'll take Northwestern. All right.
0: Uh, another Another lock I have. I bring this game up. Number 14, Iowa hosts Middle Tennessee, Iowa 23-and-a-half point favorite. It's down to 23 now. I got the line at 23-and-a-half. I don't care. I'll eat the extra hook, lock up the Hawkeyes minus 23-and-a-half.
2: I don't like that game. Middle Tennessee State, they gave – is that who gave Michigan everything they wanted? I mean, I wouldn't say that.
0: No, Army did. Well, was the Middle well, Tennessee
2: State Pat- game hey, Patrick, decent, In though?
1: Patrick's mind, they did because it was, you know, when it was uh, thirty-one to seven or whatever they scored. I don't know, but that's the team that you want to say gave Michigan everything they wanted, but Michigan gave themselves everything they wanted. Um, I would, they, take, I would I watched, take Iowa all day. I watched the whole game.
0: Middle Tennessee small, uh, on the on the defensive line. Iowa's big and burly. They'll just fucking road grade them, in my opinion. So, anyway. Um, uh, I'll skip the A and M Arkansas game, not unless you guys have thoughts on that. Hey, Uh Okay, uh, Clemson, number one team in the country. They go to Carolina. They've came back down there at the twenty seven.
1: Who are they playing? They go to North Carolina. I they said they go to Carolina. I'm like, okay, which okay. Um, I yeah, 20, man, do. I'll take. I dude, I like North Carolina. I think I'm. I think I'm letting Coach uh, Coach Brown get to me, but you are. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the uh, how the freshman quarterback—he's nice. So. Yes, he is, and he looks—he looks like he might can be like uh, I don't know, like he could be a possible draft pick in the future too. Like, he, yeah, he's nice. He's nice, um, and I'm going to take—I'll take North Carolina to come out and uh, play hard and keep it within the 27.
0: Nope, Clemson rules. I'm not locking it up, but Clemson, I think they just spike everybody on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh Ole Miss goes into number two Alabama, thirty-eight point favorite. Um uh, I wouldn't lock that up, but Bama's gonna win.
1: Yeah. But, Me too, and I'll take Ole Miss I, in the points just because uh Shea Patterson went there. It's gonna be Shea Patterson's season. And uh oh they still God. have they still learn a lot from him. And, Alabama
0: hundredth enough in them. Yeah, yep.
1: I take Bama all day. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, Florida hosts Towson, that's a huge number, who cares? And UCF hosts Yukon, a huge number, and that concludes the uh, top 25 action. But hey, I got locks here. I got TCU minus 16. I got Liberty minus 7. I got Southern Miss minus 26. And I got Fresno State minus 17 and a half. I got seven locks in total. No NFL action. Um, uh, I don't know. If you guys have some locks, let's hear it. If not, we'll move to the NFL and we'll get out of here.
1: Move on to the NFL.
0: Pat? NFL. All right, tonight, Thursday night, Eagles at the Packers. Um, Packers four-point favorite. Could the Eagles fall to one and three on the air? I think that makes – I mean, they're banged up. Damn.
2: I don't know. What do you guys think? I think Danica shows – Oh, gosh. (laughs) A-Rod. How it's done the night before last night, she gave him a Daytona 500 in bed. Oh, those uh, are special. And Mr. Rogers has his uh, <laughs> has his beer chugging buddy kicks an ass Packers. The
1: yeah. Hang I don't.
0: It's a, this is a backs up against the wall early season for the Eagles, but it they're, is. They're, but it's they're Aaron
1: banged Rogers. up. It's Aaron Rodgers, and I'm more trustworthy in him than I am right now. Uh, Carson Wentz. Wentz, and I think the guy from Barstool Sports might be right about Wentz. I think they should have kept Big Dick Nick and can't fucking win. Like,
0: I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's not a—he's on a good side of the argument right now. I'll say
1: that. Yeah. Well, he but, was uh, saying that before Wentz even came. He back. was.
0: He was. Uh All right. Let's move to the Sunday action, and we'll start with the uh the Browns. They go into Baltimore, take on the Ravens. Baltimore, six-and-a-half-point favorite. I know Luke is going to take the Browns here.
1: All day, all day. Uh, I think uh, Baker's going to go. I mean, they almost beat them last year. Um, I think
0: I might jump on that too, though. I I think think I'm on it. Okay. They went to Baltimore last year.
1: Baltimore had to win. Baltimore had to win last year. Browns had nothing to lose and weren't really playing for much. Uh, energy wasn't there, and they still—if uh, Landry wouldn't have caught that ball, that hit him right in the face mask, they would have beat Baltimore there last year. I'll take Baltimore. I think it's a game. I think this is this is the best game in the AFC North right now, and this might be a future rivalry. Um, at least to start, it, it, it'll be this year's rivalry, in my opinion, since Big Ben's out. But uh, I think uh, I this is this is a huge game, and I think uh, Cleveland's going to come out and. Put their foot down and, and everybody's going to jump right back on the bandwagon, even though they jumped off already.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's backs up against the wall. I mean, one and three doesn't look
1: good. Two and two, it looks a hell of a lot better. So, Cleveland in kind of a must win spot early in the season. And it puts them at the top spot in AFC North. So they'll be a half a game ahead of Baltimore since they beat them head on. Yep. All right. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, Vikings, uh, Sunday afternoon, Vikings go into the uh, Chicago Bears. Bears, two point favorite. Um, I hope I get to see this game because it's just going to be uh, defense. Absolutely. It's going to be a defensive battle, a, a NFC uh, North game. No pick. What's your guys' thoughts though?
1: I like the Bears. Man, that's a tough one. I,
0: uh, I'll take the Bears. I don't trust Kirk Cousins or nah. Trubisky. Exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, I trust
1: Khalil Mack all day, baby. <laughs> okay, but I trust. That's I, think true. I, I think I like the weapons on the Vikings offense, though. The oh, t- I do too. Yeah, you know I Cook, mean, so Cook's I, been, I would take
0: the Cook's Vikings. Unbelievable.
1: I think it would be the Vikings minus a half point was where I would put the spread.
0: Well, it's almost like Minnesota is like a one-point favorite on neutral field. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd give three for a home team. It's down to two. So, I think on a neutral, you know, they, they're saying Minnesota's just a click better. Uh, they're wrong. like this. It, the the NFL so fucking tough. It is. It is. Bears, it is. lock it in. It's a lock. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Luke, your adopted team, 2 and one Lions. They host the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs' six-and-a-half-point road favorite. Um, by the way, I saw this. This is the first time Mahomes will play an indoor game in his NFL career, so that's kind of scary, maybe? Nope. You almost but, think that would benefit him. That's what I mean. He's from Texas. He's played in indoors before. Yeah, he hasn't played it since college, though. He hasn't played into, inside since college. Yeah, I think, I think that's the but they're putting too much it into up. it.
1: But I, hey, I am going to take the Lions. I think uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense will give it up, and the Lions have a pretty good secondary. And I can uh, big play Slay. They, yeah, yeah, big, yeah, Darius Slay, he, He's a dog man, and I think, I think this is going to be the this is going to be the this is going to be the best thing that's happened to the Lions in a in a long time. Is this nope. right here?
2: Kermit is wrong pulling out the dick <laughs> it's over
0: all right uh two more games uh let's go to the Sunday night game Cowboys go into uh, New Orleans take on the Saints Dallas actually two and a half point favorite then I remember Teddy B Teddy two gloves is starting for the Saints but still that's a tough building I think I like the Saints plus the points
2: here uh, I think the Cowboys are playing tough right now I, I... I hate the Cowboys, but I, I like the Cowboys given the points here.
1: Um, I, it's a man. super
2: down, though, man. It's that place a, yeah. is a two.
1: And Teddy, yeah. look, dude, Teddy went to Seattle, Seattle and last kicked week. He the
0: shit out of them,
1: dude. Well, him, it was more Kamara, but still in the defense, but still. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but he yeah, played well. Still, he it's, played it's, well. Against the Cowboys, it, it, with those weapons, I think if he just doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't do anything stupid, you know what I mean? they be in the game. But I'm still, I'm going to take, take the Cowboys' money line. Um, oh, yeah. Because, I like one, that, they, beat, they beat the Saints last year with Drew Brees, and I think that was at, was that at, that was at New Orleans, wasn't it? Mm, Late in the season. I can't remember. It was like yeah. the second to last game of the season. I think they went to New Orleans and beat them. It might have been in Dallas. Either way, either way they totally outplayed them and beat them last year. I'm going to I'm going to take the Cowboys money line, but uh it's not a game I'd
0: bet. All right, uh to me the game of the week, Patriots 3-0 at the 3-0 Bills. Ooh. Uh this is the biggest game Buffalo's had since uh no the last time on that Jim Kelly. Kelly their fourth Super Bowl in a row. Like it, but hey, Buffalo, their fucking defense is really good. Um uh, I think I might take the home team with the points. I think New England wins, but I think, you know, maybe a little backdoor cover situation. I don't know. But it's exciting. Uh the Bills fans are loyal as hell. Bills so Mafia. Yeah. yeah.
1: They any are, thoughts? And I like the Moxie of uh I like the Moxie of the young quarterback they had in Buffalo too. And uh he, he can get Allen. out of the pocket. And he can find, you know what I mean? He kind of reminds me of a big Ben. Like, his style is not so much, but how he just moves out of the pocket and then can find somebody deep, like that John Brown guy or whatever his name is. Um, yep. Somebody slippery there in the second or in the deep end of uh, uh, yeah. the field. Yeah. The rookie tight end, Dalton Knox, is a uh, fucking animal, too. Right. Absolutely, dude. It's uh Yeah. I, I mean, I I mean I'm so, Patriots The Patriots rule. are a safer bet, but I'm, I'll rule Buffalo in the points.
0: I don't know. Given uh, It is an angle on no. that. You don't get rich. I'm not locking up the Bills, by the way. There's two rules for me. You don't get rich betting against Saban or Belichick. So, yep. I mean, all right. And I forgot about this one. Finally, uh, you two guys go head-to-head on Monday night for the whole world to see. The 0-3 Bengals at the 0-3 Steelers. Oh, Pittsburgh, oh, oh, oh. Four- <laughs> Pittsburgh four-point favorite.
2: Uh, I don't care to do you guys. Um, I'll take the Bengals getting the points, and I'm actually on a time restriction, so I got to run away from this. Hey, good good news for you. That's the end of the show, anyway. Follow the show, rate,
0: review, subscribe. Pat, thanks for jumping on. Luke, you too.
1: Yes, sir. All right, good uh, luck, guys. Go, Michigan. Nah. beating your ass November 30th. Everybody, bank on it. Bye. Bye.